0: welcome back to the Jameer Smith show. All right, everyone. So first off, I would like to say thank you to everyone that has been vibing with me this last year, which was 2020 and this new year of 2021. We have so many surprises coming up this year, man. And I think about everyone that has supported me throughout this entire process. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I wanted to go back to where I started, and that is to make an episode with just me. And I know you guys have really responded very well when I was able to dig deep into a lot of the questions that you guys have sent out to uh, the Show.com as well as um, uh, JameerSmith.com, the Show at Gmail. So keep asking your questions. And, you know, I love to really just be that person, that voice to really express who I am, experiences that I have gone through, but then also experiences that I have seen my friends and family really go through to really help out other people. So maybe sometimes we don't go through the exact same thing. And how do we fix, you know, a problem or a situation that we could all be experiencing right now? So, one of the top questions that um, majority of you guys have asked me about, which is extremely questionable, (laughs) is uh, relationship questions. And I guess because I'm such a private person when it comes to relationships, I said, you know what? Let me be a little bit more open tonight. So, I was able to collectively put you know a few of your questions together as well as you know do my own research and really think about how do you know if the person you are with is really the quote-unquote the one which I never really believe in that there's one person just for one person (laughs) in your entire life you know I always feel that there are many attributes that someone can bring to the table to the relationship but i always feel like we all have opportunities and things that we want to work on and or things that you may be looking for in someone else and you know I, i you always have to question yourself to make sure that you're not settling and i believe in my past i have definitely settled in certain situations because you know i think we all want to feel loved you know as hard and as tough as we all may think we are sometimes You know there are times that you want to go home and really just have the comfort of someone or be around someone on a consistent basis and the older that I'm getting I'm really coming to terms with just understanding and really posing common relationship questions that I will either ask myself or I will definitely pose towards the person that I'm getting to know but I also think that people are especially prone to evaluating really their compatibility, you know, and their happiness with their partners to really see if they're really experiencing what other people's relationships look like and what, let's just say, bliss, relationship bliss looks like. And let's be crystal clear, guys, you know none of us really know what goes on in people's relationships, because one, let's be clear is none of y'all daggone business. But two, we all have our own lives and we all have our own struggles that we're going through. And I believe that it takes a very strong relationship that you build with someone to really stand the test of time, because those are the moments that really matter. How do you collectively work through the hard times, celebrate the good times? But I also believe in how can you encourage each other to be better? How can I look up to you and say, that's what I need to do to be a better person? Or that's what I need to do to learn to do things differently. Let me look up to my partner. What can I learn from my partner and vice versa? Because I always believe that is what a successful relationship looks like when your partner challenges you. They challenge you for the opportunities to be better. So, I thought about different ways to help evaluate couples relationships and really think about how we can be more compatible. And I thought of like 50 relationship questions that maybe you could ask really your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your significant other and it's just really food for thought you know and it's really just how do you initiate the conversation and it may work it may not work and listen i and i always say this and i'm highlighting this i am not a relationship <laughs> guru i am not a doctor I am not one of those people that has this multitude of educational experience behind relationship building but what I do know how to do is build my own relationships with people and it is a job relationships as we all know they are jobs they're financially taxing emotionally physically And you have to be invested into a relationship but you also have to ask yourself a lot of questions and i believe to have a successful relationship there has to be communication i've always felt like that i've always felt that the ultimate in relationships is how do you build how do you drive and how do you constantly have communication with your partner open line communication Because that's the only way that you will be able to learn and understand how to make your partner happy. What ticks them off? What drives them? What's their opportunities? That only happens with conversations. So let's get together, let's snuggle up, and let's explore some of these questions that I've really put together for compatibility. Let's go. Question number one. And I'm really asking myself these questions, and I would love to know you guys' responses. And ask me any questions. You know, do you relate to any of the answers that I, and experiences that I have gone through? Or, you know, what are your own personal experiences that can apply to other people? So, first question is, what is the worst thing a past date or an ex could say about me? I've always had opportunity as far as in relationships of wanting to rush a relationship. I think, you know, we find someone that physically we're in love with and are turned on by, but also, you know, they really fulfill all of those little check boxes that you have. And you're like, "Ooh, okay, let me lock this one down real quick. (laughs) The problem with that is that you have not invested the time on getting to know who the heck that person is. And so, once you really get to know that person, an opportunity of mine is an ex would say that I have really tried to put them in these categories of wanting to do better. And that's just who my character is. I've always been like the healer, the helper. You know, my friends will always say that I'm that person that. you know, I always believe in good energy and good space and and making sure that you're surrounding yourself in a good place. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, the people that you come encounter with, they don't wish those same dreams and aspirations for themselves. You got to let them go. And I've had to learn that over time. So second question is list some of the best qualities that I bring to a relationship. I bring a lot of honesty, consistency, financial stability, creativity, a beautiful and open Mind of exploration of sexual fun. <laughs> that was like a, a, a run-on. I mean, you gotta have fun with your partner. Just saying, it's you and them, hopefully forever. Um, and I and I I believe I just bring the fun, and that's something that I believe in relationships. We've we, we've lost that over time. Because we look at a relationship, which we should, as a business. Because it is, ultimately, a business. And it should be. But in addition to that, sometimes we lose the focus of how do we still have fun in the process. Next one is, do you think you need to make any personal improvements? And if so, what are those? I definitely believe that. I I never say improvements. I've always used the word opportunities. Opportunities. all have opportunities. You know, I believe, you know, some of my opportunities are really taking time, understanding the moment, living in the moment, and just seeing what happens. You know, I've always been a person that want to live with expectations. I believe in expectations. I believe in making sure that you have created a game plan. But sometimes... You have to (laughs) adjust, and uh, that's okay. Because that's what real life is. Everything is not gonna be strategically in this perfect form. And I've had to learn that over time, that we're all human, we all make mistakes, but we all are learning in the process. Next question is, what are some of my biggest fears about a relationship? So I have really been single for a while, and I think a fear of mine is really opening my space. I was reading an article, and it was hilarious but true, uh, about Whoopi Goldberg. And she was stating that, you know, why does she not want to be in a relationship, I believe? And she said, because I don't want anyone in my space. <laughs> and Once you've lived alone for so long and you've been in your space for so long, it's really hard for you to open up that world for someone else. And I think I've always been transparent with people that I get to know is that you gotta work with me because I have not had the opportunity to be with someone in a very long time. So that means, you know, taking time and getting to know that person And still keeping your eyes open because I always and I hate to say it but it's the truth that people can put up this front sometimes of being someone and people that they're not so you got to keep your guard up a little bit so yeah Uh, next is who has been the most influential person in my life and why I have to say people who have been influential in my life And there are multiple people such as my mentors, Jeanette Guillermo, is of course Dion Boyd, um, the beautiful soul, Alex Davis Deloach. uh, I'm sorry, Alex Deloach Davis. And um, you know, the ultimate, my family, my mom, my dad, my aunt. And they have been so influential to me because as we move through this pandemic, as we go through this world that we're living in, and I've always said it, this, this normal new, is how do we think smarter, move smarter, with a clearer mind, an easier spirit? And these are the people that have constantly grounded me. And I do that to them, you know, and have checked ourselves on different opportunities that we need to stay focused on and that's what a mentor that's what family is supposed to do is to stay on you keep your mind moving and challenged at all times because in love you in the process and that's exactly what all of them have done and help you grow and i believe that's exactly what they have done and that's what they're doing apart from my appearance is the next question what is the first thing that people notice about you my energy so I bleed amazing energy. That's not being cocky, it's being extremely truthful. I have some infectious energy of happiness, of a fashion spirit. You can tell by the way that I dress or my smile or now as our masks are on, mask on, mask off. <laughs> my smiles. So it's just one of those things that I just really have the energy that people really are attracted to. So I I definitely uh, pat myself on the back for that. Uh, What is one thing that people do not notice about you right away that I wish that they would? How smart I am. I think a lot of people are hung up on my looks, on the fashion, on the energy, that sometimes people are not able to be open enough to understand how much I can bring to the table, how smart I am, how much knowledge I have. So I think it's super cool whenever people actually sit back and like, they're like, yo, this is a cool guy. He, he, he okay, a lot to learn here. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead, Jameer um you know what are three things that you cannot live without so i will say currently my computer ipod podcast whole system right now i can't live without that because i'm building a brand uh next thing i can't live without i I will say um (laughs) i have to be kind of random here but like my contacts because i can't see i'm nearsighted so uh definitely need those And I'll be kind of corny. Food. I am a foodie. And I definitely don't think I can live without that. So what is my definition of intimacy? I believe my personal definition of intimacy is a spiritual moment that you have with your partner. Mentally physically, sexually. You are just at a place that you can release yourself in the moment and be present in the moment. And I believe that is the definition of intimacy. When you can look at your partner and collectively you guys connect. That's when you know that it is true intimacy. One of the Best dates that I've had is the next question. I remember in DC, I had gone to a really cool restaurant overlooking the White House. And after that, we did like a little National Mall tour and everyone that knows the National Mall, you can go and see the monuments. And I remember we did this really sexy bike ride and I was like, yo, I haven't ridden a bike in so long and it was fun it was just being present in the moment and i remember ending the bike ride at the mlk memorial and just being there overlooking the water looking at the beautiful monument and reading some of the scriptures that are imprinted on the walls it was just an amazing night and i had a really good time that was that was one of the one of my most fun dates, I can say, even recently that I had. Uh, My most favorite way to relax is reading, creating. You know, a lot of people feel that creating is, is stressful and it's always challenging. It's supposed to be. As a creative, your mind needs to constantly move and create either content or artistry and film, and I think that's what makes a creative constantly working and moving and making progress in their life because I am able to relax in a way that I can create a story for myself and create the trajectory of what's to come. And that's what I love. But also just being immersed in a really good book, you know? I mentioned in one of the latest episodes with uh, Johnny G from Refractive Podcast that I am extremely excited to hopefully interview, you know, um, George Jones from All Boys Aren't Blue to, you know, currently reading Barack Obama's A Promised Land and and completing Kamala Harris's The Truth We Hold. Truths We Hold. So. You know, it's just one of those things like I can immerse myself in these books and just really understand what the characters, the authors, the the people are just really going through. And it's great because you get to remove yourself for a moment. I remember reading uh, Andre Leon Talley's memoir and just understanding and realizing and putting myself in the experiences that he had gone through, you know, living in Paris and being a you know, in apartments with, you know, Andy Warhol and just having regular conversations. And these are icons. I'm just like, yo, that would be amazing. So shout out to Andre Leon Talley, by the way. Uh, When is the last time that I cried? So, oof. Ha! (laughs) Actually the other day, the other day I was on the phone with my parents and I was really just, going through the experience of life and it wasn't like a boo cry it was really one of those ugly cries like it's a lot going on in this world and sometimes we don't take the time to just unwind and let go we all hold on to so many things for so long And it builds up and I think that's what I did and have been doing because I've been so busy creating that I never had the opportunity to just sit, understand, regroup, and release. And you got to do that in life because you can't hold on to all of these things and be successful in addition to you can't even hold on to all of these things and live. So... It was the last time I cried. It was a good cry though. Uh, what do you like to spend money on? Clothes. <laughs> Anyone that follows me on the social knows that I love the idea and image of clothing, whether I do very much high-low, um, you know, from some of my favorite designers, uh, from Dior to Beaumont to, um, you know, uh, Comme de Gosson but in addition to Zara Man and H&M and online for Boohoo Man and ASOS, you know, you have to be able to create the balance of a high-low because the reality is I'm not spending all of my money on all the high-end. That's crazy. But imagery is everything. And I love a, an amazing garment that is it's constructed and it is it's tailored amazing and that's what it's all about the tailoring and and men and women will tell you it is all about the tailoring just saying Uh, how much money do you need a year to be comfortable well let's start a million dollars hopefully (laughs) right let's be clear a million plus but i don't know if there's really a number i think that money sometimes gets in the way of a lot of things. Money definitely is extremely comfortable. It definitely solves a lot of questions (laughs) and it helps out. But I think being comfortable is being happy. And yes, money makes us happy, but I also believe that money creates so much division. Money will always be the root of all evil. And of course this world, we need money to live. I need money to make this podcast. I need money to eat. But in addition to that, I need happiness to be happy. So um, how would you describe a perfect date? A perfect date, honestly, would be your partner, your significant other listens to you over the time of you guys getting to know each other. And they take it amongst themselves to get one of your favorite dishes or you know a small something that you mention with the conversation. And with that, you know, a, a beautiful dinner. Um and you guys know I'm a creative, so take me to the museum or <laughs> a ballet, a theater performance, you know, a musical performance. And uh you know, let's let's go out of the country or let's yeah, let's go to a beach somewhere and just be present. I believe in being in the moment makes a very perfect date. Being present, you know, off of social media or even if we are, you know, taking a moment to record or take photos of the moment and then putting it away. Being a part of your partner's life, your significant other's moment. That means a lot. People remember that. So yeah, that's that's my definition of a perfect date. Three qualities my partner must have. It's probably more than three, but I will say great communication or at least consistent communication because I, I think communication is definitely an opportunity that people have to work on. Um, two, a sense of urgency. And that could be defined in many different ways, but urgency with creating your own lane as far as, um, you know, your work life, your, your school life, your financial life, you know, what does it look like for you to create urgency in your life of making yourself comfortable? Cause, and, and I'm sorry, let me end with lastly, Financial stability and financial stability in their own terms. And I think we get so hung up on, you know, what are the things these people must have and da 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 da. And I think it's great to have an idea. But the problem with that is we hold these people that we're interested in to this high standard. Well, what is it that you have to offer? What can you bring to the table? Because I also believe that these are great qualities, but they're also those qualities of, I want you to be able to to smile, to be able to joke, qualities of, of having great conversation, being able to just release yourself and be in the moment. Those are qualities that I definitely would love my significant other to have, you know, Some of the worst habits that you have, me personally, and that's a question that I had to ask myself. And, you know, I think about how do I be present in the moment sometimes? How do you remove yourself from the everyday life? How do you just unequivocally just be in the moment with your significant other and just say, I am here. I can just not hold so much expectation and just enjoy the moment. Um, you know, next question is what would you do if you and your partner had (laughs) mismatched sex drive? Be very clear. It probably won't work. I'm sorry unless I'm I'm excited because, you know, in the next few uh, episodes, I am excited to interview a woman who is a sex therapist. And I'm so excited to really get her take on things. But I also believe that, you know, your relationship, sex plays, intimacy plays a huge part in, in people's relationships. And if you're not equally matched, yoked, however you want to say it, it's going to pose a concern. And that's when the eyes get to wondering and we start to think about additional options in the relationship. And maybe it works for some people. Jameer specifically, sorry, but one man pony. You know, I need to make sure that I am secure in my relationship. We are great. And we have to make sure that those conversations are had. And I think sometimes people are afraid, but you can't be afraid to have those sexual conversations with your partner. It's you and your partner, that part. Who or what do you love? I love me. People have to take this time throughout this, can we call it a pandemic anymore? I feel like we just call it real life. Out of the life that we're living right now and get back to loving you. Taking these quiet moments and just saying, I love all of me. Whether it's the rolls on your stomach, whether it's the muscles that you've gained, Whether it's the saggy booty, whether it's, you know, the discoloration or the thin hair or the beautiful long flowy hair or the fantastic waves. Love every part of you because that's who you are. That's what God has made you to be. So you appreciate what he has made because that's what beauty looks like. You loving you and i think about also what makes me angry is when people are mean when there's lack of accountability whenever there's disrespect that's what makes me angry we all have to respectfully respect each other even if we disagree that's life i would hate for all of us to agree because that's not what real life looks like But respectfully making sure that you understand where people are coming from. But then also listening, providing feedback and respectfully receiving feedback. I thought about how could I describe myself in one word? Creative. I mean, gosh, you guys already knew what I was going to say. (laughs) Creative. Creative no explanation what do you feel is one of the biggest successes you have achieved in your life i will always say this one of the biggest successes have been building relationships it doesn't matter the education it doesn't matter the experience have you built the relationships or do you have a relationship with people because that is the ultimate the relationships can get you the job the relationships can get you the forever the relationships can get you where you want to be in life because that's where the people trust you they know you so have you built those relationships i remember this is actually one of the questions that someone asked me in the email is how many times have i been in love wow For me that's a very tricky question because i think being in love is different for everyone i love my best friends i think about them daily pray for them daily my family they love me unconditionally and i definitely have nothing but my entire soul and love to give them when it comes to physical relationships i believe that i was in love lust with some but um uh, still to come still to come I, I don't have a verified answer to give you right now but there was another question of what lessons have i learned from past relationships and i believe taking time out to get to know the person you really want to get to know And I also, I'm a person that believes in spending time. That's a love language of mine. You know, you have got to, I've said this quote for really my entire life is people make time for the things that they want to make time for. And I also always believe that if someone wants to be in a relationship with you, if someone wants to get to know you, they will. They'll make that time, especially if they want it. But then I also think about, you know, what is a relationship deal breaker for me? Someone that's disrespectful, someone that doesn't respect my time, someone that just does not want to get to know me, but then also someone that doesn't listen. Take the opportunity sometime guys just to listen. Sit back, let the other person talk sometimes. Get to know them. Those are definitely deal breakers for me, but then also when am I at my most vulnerable point in relationships. I believe it's when you got me. Is when we spend all the time and I've opened myself up to you and that means my spirit, my soul, and everything and then boom, you got me. That's when I'm my most vulnerable. But there's always that little guard that's gonna be up to just say, hold on, you won't get all of me. And no one should ever give their entire self to anyone. And I remember Jada Pinkett Smith saying this years ago when she was being interviewed on the Sinbad show. Yes, Sinbad had a talk show. <laughs> um, and he asked her, you know, what are you bringing to the relationship with Will or something like that? And she said, well, I'm bringing me. I am 100% full. I'm expecting him to be at 100% full as well. And then he can be running over my cup and that's what we have to look at relationships sometimes guys and say i need to come to this relationship this situation full not looking for someone to complete you or to help fill your cup you need to come to the relationships full and full capacity and then allow them to add on to your greatness What's one of the most embarrassing relationship moments? I remember I was out on a date and my pants ripped and I had to play it off the entire time and not in the good part, in the butt part. That good old Seam said, I said, I know you ripped up for real. Is this what's happening right now? But it was a very memorable moment because I, I, you know, (sighs) That was an interesting date. Listen, things happen. Accidents happen. And that's okay. You just learn to bring you an extra pair of pants in your car. (laughs) I keep it moving. Um, What is my favorite part of my body? I really like my back. My hands. I have very masculine. Look, I'm giving you guys two things. So I'll say my hands. (laughs) Um, I love my hands because they're extremely masculine. You know, they're nice. The form is is, is amazing. But I'll also say my smile. I keep going. Never mind. (laughs) What is your favorite romantic, sensual, or sexual activity? Kissing. Oh, my goodness. Kissing your partner makes you feel like you're at a different place if it's a good kiss let's just say that um last few questions because i don't want to give you guys all the 50 so we're just gonna cut that down a little bit um let's go through what do you love about yourself the most I love that I can be as honest and open as transparent with the person that I'm conversing with but in addition to I think about I love that I can just have fun I can be present in the moment and just enjoy the person that I'm around and just be last few questions how do you feel about having kids I love children You know the older that i'm getting you know it's becoming less of a conversation but i'm totally open to having children um i would love for you know some kids to meet my parents they have some grandkids and some children running around it it would be really cute but if that is not in the cards then it's not in the cards you know it's it's all up to the universe you know that's 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 on what he decides and Interesting last thing what scares me? I believe about being vulnerable being open Letting myself go Is what scares me because that's what the Unknowing possibility looks like you never know what will happen So sometimes you just have to put yourself out there and see what may happen oh man this was this was fun this was fun you know and if you really are feeling nervous about you know these conversations you know really start asking yourself like i did asking yourself first and seeing what comes up for you and do what i always do you know i grab a journal and i write down a lot of my answers to really whichever the questions that really peak or have piqued my interest and with that it's really allowed just my feelings to just flow freely and really with no judgment but what i will say with answering these questions and really asking these questions to your potential partner you're really going to gain insight really on your own opinions and really really just with your personal choices on how you can help really foster clarity within the relationships and how you continue as i always say build those relationships but i think also and and lastly you'll be that one step closer to really opening up to a mutual dialogue and really taking your relationship to new heights so definitely more to come guys i'm so excited for this season three because the response has been phenomenal The last two shows that we have done with Johnny Guidry from Refractive Podcast have gotten some amazing responses and some new listeners to the show. So we welcome you to the Jameer Smith Show podcast. And again, we have some fun things coming up. February is approaching literally days away. Can you believe it? It's like the year's already moving So February is such a huge month for us because we have an author coming to the show. We have a sex therapist, she's coming to the show. We have a relationship guru, he's coming to the show. We have an actor, he is going to be featured on the show. And we have a lot of collaboration. So I wanna say thank you. I appreciate you for being a part of this vibe. Continue to ride with me and as always, We end the show with making sure that you stay positive, but always stay creative.